From Phoenix to London, from LA to around the world, this is the ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man, your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Welcome to Ray Ellis Sports, Voice America Network's premier sports talk radio, where every fan has a voice. Now here's your host, Ray Ellis. All right, sports fans, you've been waiting for this show, and I've been waiting to do the show. I'm going to get that intro changed. I, I, I like, you know, when I have my boy, uh, you know, Kanye bringing me on, giving me a little bit more energy. You know, I'm, you know, I may have uh, hit a magic number, but I'm still ready to play. I'm ready to roll. You know, and I know somebody else who's ready to play, who's ready to roll. My man Kwame Lasseter. Uh, Kwame did his show a little earlier today, and uh, I told Kwame after he was done in, in the studios, I said, Kwame, you know, man, I, I'd like to have you as a guest on my show. You and I, have, you know, we did that a couple times before, but it's been a long time uh, since we've had a chance to chat on the air. And uh, it was a subject of which I wanted to talk to, which is near and dear to uh, to Kwame. I mean, uh, many of, of us ballplayers, we grow up, and, and, and sometimes we're fortunate, we're blessed to have, you know, either a peer, meaning somebody that's the same age or same generation of us to make it into the league, or we have somebody of which, uh, you know, plays the game before we do, somebody to look up to, uh, somebody to, you know, be a role model for us. But there's always an affinity for that player. You know, if he falls, uh, we're there to support him. And, you know, one of Kwame's homeboys, you know, you know, he took a fall. But he's right there to support him, and I certainly appreciate that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. So, uh, Kwame, you there, man? Okay. Is uh, Kwame on the line yet, guys? I guess he's not, but he will be shortly. But uh, let, let me just let me just start off by saying that, of course, as I said, uh, you know, Kwame is um, going to call in, and we're going to talk about one of his homeboys that, that, that took a fall. And uh, the fact of the matter is uh, uh, that homeboy is Michael Vick. And, you know, Michael, uh, I believe, is to be released tomorrow. I think the commissioner has a uh, a position that he will take. Uh, I'm not sure he's made up his mind yet if Michael would be reinstated. But this this is a this is America. And in America, you know, you do a crime. You do your time. And once you've done your time, that's supposed to be it. You've paid your debt to society. And supposedly every man gets another chance. Sometimes you get two or three chances, you know. And, 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 and Michael has paid his debt to society. There's still some more to be paid. Um, but he's still being judged by, by many people. And, you know, I've got my own perspective, and I might share some of it. But I'm, I'm more interested in hearing with, you know, somebody who knows you know, this man other than what we see on television. You know, sports is still, as, as passionate as we are about sports, it, it's still, it's entertainment. You know, it's not who we are, it's what we do. Some people do it better than others. And, and, and so, therefore, they get paid to do it. But it, it's, it's still just, it's sports. It's football, it's a game. And, you know, many times, because people play these games, Sometimes we make them out to be bigger than life. But we're all human beings, and, and, and we all make mistakes. And, and, and Michael has made a mistake. And he's paid his dues to society, and he's going to get a chance to come back into society 
with mainstream America and perhaps maybe play a game that he loves so much. You know, a game of which he's very good at and, and a game of which I think he still needed. Now, if you ask me, if you've got Michael Vick and you've got Brett Favre. And I want those people out there just to kind of think about it. If right now, if you had a team and you could have Michael Vick on that team or you could have Brett Favre on that team, you know, which, which quarterback would you take? I mean, just a couple of years ago, we were bringing back Vinny Testaverde. So does the NFL need Michael Vick? I mean, let's forget about what he did off the field. We're talking about his ability as a quarterback. Can Michael Vick win some football games for you? Can Michael Vick take a team to the Super Bowl? Does Michael Vick still have talent? All that is still yet to be seen, but that's a question right now. I mean, there's some people out there, and, and remember now, Brett Favre is about to have an operation. So I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, if, if Brett is even really ready to play football. We, we don't know that. But there's some conversation out there, and I'm, Brett, I'm sure that Brett's position is going to be, well, first got to have this operation. And, and after I have this operation, then perhaps maybe then – I'll make a decision on if I'm going to, you know, come back and play football. By the way, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and waiting on my man Kwame Lasseter to call. I'll talk a little bit about Michael Vick and a little bit about Brett Favre. But let me talk a little bit about the NFL and something that's happening right now, and that's OTAs. OTAs are happening across the country. I want to thank Lee Mont Williams outside the huddle for calling in this morning. I believe he called in on Kwame Lasseter Sports and was able to give some insight on what's happening down there with the Houston Texans. And um, hopefully, that, you know, that's a team that's got, they got, they got some talent down there. Um, but then again, you know, you, it's, a, it's a pretty strong division, and uh, there's, there's some challenges there. You know, I, I, you know the Colts are always going to be a challenge. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Mario Williams, you know, again, he – He'll never live down the well. His his the shadows of Reggie Bush don't haunt him uh, as much as they used to because you know he has developed and he and I would say the careers in terms of the impact that they both had on their teams, I think they've both done you know fairly well uh, in their professional careers. So I don't think the people there are too upset about the fact that again Reggie Bush is is, is not in Houston because I think Mario has done pretty good. You know. It, it won't be one of those things where you can say it's, it's the worst mistake they ever made. And I'm sure the, the GM, in which I think the GM got fired, sure, I think the year after that. But uh, I'm sure he's probably laughing at them now saying, hey, hey it wasn't such a bad move. But I'll I tell you, when I'm, I, I'm struggling with the, if this is a bad move or not. It's offseason, and OTAs are voluntary. Uh, but before I go into that, it looks like Kwame has joined us, so... I'll get to the OTAs. Maybe maybe Kwame will stay with me for that. But Kwame, how you doing, my man? Hey, Ray, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. Man, I'm doing bad. wonderful, man. I, I, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule on the golf course, my man. No problem, <laughs> man. I got, about, I got about 20 minutes. You I got can, about 20 minutes. Okay, well, let me ask you, man. How's the swing, man? It's good, man. Not too bad. It you don't know, look like Charles. For a while, I came back. It's all good. It don't look like Charles, right? No, nowhere near Charles. Charles, what's he doing? Okay, well, listen, man. You know, you know, I could just tell by the fact that you, you know, you called in for the show. Uh, you were on the course. You know, your pastime, what you love to do. But this must be something that's very special to you. I start off the show to tell people a little bit about what you and I were going to talk about, 
and and I and as I started off, I you know I kind of opened the show to tell people, you know, hey, you know, many of us grow up, and we grow up, and some of us are fortunate enough to have a peer with us that also might make it into you know professional sports, uh-huh. and then sometimes we may have some guys that you know that play before us, and we can kind of look up to us. But whatever we do, we try to support each other. And when when one of the soldiers has fallen, we're always there to help him out, man. And 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 Mike took a big tumble. And I believe you're going to be there to help him out. So let me ask you, from your perspective, what does this mean for you to see one of your friends, Michael Vick, uh, you know, come back into society? And whether if you're there, you know, physically or you're there in spirit, how do you plan on trying to help support Mike in his comeback? Well, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Mike, man. I'm going to let him tell his story. We've heard the story that the media have told. So uh, with an avenue for him, I'm going to let him tell his story. I'm going to try to reach out to him. You know, we know... um, well, we grew up in the same neighborhoods, had the same high school coach. Um, but I want to hear his story, man. I want him to be able to tell it on his own words because so much went down, and all we can really do is speculate. And just to get something, he might want to get something off his chest, might want to get a load off his shoulders, but it's going to be it's going to be in his own words. And then, you know, we hold camps at home. When I get home, we're going to hold camps. I don't know how much time he's going to be able to have outside of, um, of house arrest and, and, and things of that nature. But just to give him an avenue to do certain things that he want to do, get himself back in the league because I understand you break the law, you break the law, there's a crime, you, you do the time. But the time he had and who he is, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was warrant, uh the punishment he got, federal time. I didn't think it at all. Now, Kwame, you know, and I've said to people many times, you know, you know, this game we play, we, 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 we're athletes, you know, and we play a game because we've been blessed. God has given us the talent and we, that's our talent. And we display it and we get paid very well for doing it. But there's also the person, you know, talk a little bit about Michael Vick, the person that you know, because obviously, you know, a different person than some other people might know. You know what? Mike is quiet. He's a quiet person. You, you can, if you watch this guy play football, from the outside looking in, if I didn't know him more, a lot of, a lot of people do not know him, but he's more quiet. And a lot of quiet guys have people around him that he's more familiar, more comfortable with. And not that they're always his, his, they that good out in the public. But they're good to him, and they and he's comfortable around him. But Mike is a very quiet person, man. You don't hear a lot of things about him as far as trouble in the media. You didn't hear anything until I think it was one incident before this uh this dog fighting issue, and that was a uh, a little marijuana trying to get on a plane. But other than that, man, you never hear any trouble out of uh, Michael Vick. He's just a quiet person. He just go about his business. Uh, you got to remember, this guy was one game away for getting his team into a NFC Championship game or getting his team to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, and it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that, too, because, you know, right now in terms of talent, you know, this is a league that's in a state of affairs where you're looking at Brett Favre and some people consider Brett coming back after he's about to have some type of surgery. And I'm just thinking, OK, Michael Vick's been out of the game a couple of years. Brett Favre is much older than Michael Vick, and he's about to have an operation. If you had to choose between the two, you know, is that some consideration that some people should think about in your mind? That, I, I don't think um, – I, I will be the first to say it. I know a lot of people are scared to say it, but, I, but not me and I. And you can document this if you want, and I'll go back. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Brett Favre, he, he's too sporadic. He, you know, he doesn't have any more. I mean, a two-minute drill, yeah. But Brett Favre right now is a band-aid. Michael Vick is what you want to – you want a solution to your problem. Michael Vick can come do that. If you don't believe he can be a quarterback right away, put him in the system. Put him in a wildcat. The Wildcats are so popular in the National Football League. Put him in there until he learns the offense. 
Uh, granted, he, he's fresh. He has fresh legs. The guy still has a strong arm. He's left-handed. He has players around him. He's a good team. He's a good team uh, teammate. He'll be a good leader. Give him a chance to get back in the league. And taking a chance on Brett, uh, taking a chance on Michael Vick is not taking a chance on him because he can't play. A lot of organizations, a lot of teams are worrying about what other people around them think. So they don't, they're confused on who they really are. So I, I wouldn't take a Brett Far right now. I wouldn't. I don't even see Brett Far. It didn't make sense for him even going to a team like Minnesota, whom he played against all his career from a Green Bay standpoint. Hey, Kwame, you know, you're a veteran here on the Voice America Sports Network yourself, so you know when we hear music, we got to take a break. Hold on with me, man, to come back on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Got my man Kwame Lasseter with me. We'll be right back after this message. The minute you was having dope, I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, we're back. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm fortunate to have a good friend of mine with me of course, who has his show here on Voice America Sports as well, and that's Kwame Lasseter. 
Kwame, before we went to break, man, we started to talk a little bit uh, about the fact that, uh, you know, Brett Favre may be available, you know, Michael Vig may be available, and, and we talked about the comparison of the two styles, and it looks like the fact that, you know, football is making some adjustments, and they're making some changes, and, and they brought in uh, a formation of which, you know, would be advantageous to some teams to bring Michael Vick on. I think that right there, you made an excellent point. I wanted to say that to you, that that's an excellent point in what the decision factor should be is, listen, Michael Vick as an extra element of which he brings to the game currently, of which Brett is not in that conversation at all when you think about that. So, so I, I think that's a good point. But if I go with Michael Vick, I got to go down memory lane, and I got to think about the last time that there was a controversial player of which the league took a chance on, and they felt like they got burnt, and that was Pac-Man Jones. So is there a compa- should I compare Michael Vick and Pac-Man in this situation? Not at all, because, well, you know what? Michael Vick, uh, I'm glad you bring that up. Because Godell has a big decision made. You, you send a guy like uh, uh, Indianapolis coach, uh, old Tony coach. You, t- you send a Tony Dungeon to go talk to him. I guess that's the lead there to uh, between Vick and the National Football League. Michael Vick has never been in trouble in the league. You never hear things about Michael Vick in the league. All you do and all we continue to hear through the media, and uh, we watch it for ourselves with our own eyes, is how uh, Adam Jones – continue to get in trouble. He has the opportunities like that. We blessed. You mentioned earlier how blessed we are with this God-given talent and God-given ability that a lot of us just look at it and throw it away and think we're above the law, think we become, uh, get to a certain point in our lives, a certain point in our career that we are untouchable. We can't do things. Rules and laws still apply to us. Adam Jones, how he continued to get second and third chances when we got to have a, a congressional hearing to get Michael Vick back in the league. I'm a little confused about that because he's never been in trouble. He's never had any major problems up until this dog fighting incident. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know, I would think you know th- this whole thing about the dog fighting incident. What bothered me the most about it is that it, it, there was no doubt in my mind that Michael Vick was a person that they were after. It wasn't like this was a huge ring, and which I believe it is. I, I don't believe it stops with Michael and his guys. I think it's huge throughout the country. And I think if they were really trying to break this thing up, they should have went beyond the resources that they used just to get Michael Vick. It's like, okay, we got Michael Vick. It's over with. And and, and and I think he was just the poster child of which they wanted to use because why aren't they still trying to fight the abuse of dogs and, and dog fighting and, and people killing dogs? And uh, You know, I just I really don't get that. But let me say when you made the comparison between the two, and not that we're saying that, that, that Adam is, is, is so bad, but I believe in Adam's case, wasn't there a person that was that was shot? A person, Adam, am I right? I, he it was shot, and I'm and I'm saying he is so bad. He could he continue with second and third chances to surround himself with uh, Neanderthal action, uh, people who's not who doesn't have his best interest in mind and heart. So I say he bad. You don't a lot of people don't get second and chances second and third chance, and you know that, being in the league, being around and stuff, and just life in general, he's getting second and third chances of life. He was a, I think he was a fourth pick in the first round out of West Virginia. He's a very exciting player, uh, whether he's playing corner or whether he's returning punts or kick. But to think you're above the league and you never go get in trouble just because you do a certain job, it's, um, it's hilarious to me that a guy, a guy won't take advantage of his opportunities. Now, Michael Vick, I don't think, I agree with what you said when you mentioned 
is who he is, is who he was, that they went after Michael Vick because there was a lot of people involved with this. But Michael Vick is doing federal time, now on house arrest, still federal time, for dog fighting. You can go in part of this country and there's dog fighting. It's depending on who you are. He's, a, he's more publicized than any, anybody else that's doing it. So you go out to him, you try to make a statement. As soon as Michael Vick, they went after a few more guys who have dogs. If you got a pit bull, whether it's one, they want to know if you're fighting dogs. Wow. Hey, listen, we got somebody on the line, and I'm sure they called to talk to you, Kwame, because they get to hear me all the time. David's on the line. David, you there? Yeah, hey, uh, Ray. Uh, yeah. How's uh, yeah, Kwame, Kwame was on, too, huh? Hey, Kwame. Hey, hey, what's going on, bud? How you doing? Not too bad. This is good. How you doing? That's good. Yeah, you guys are touching on a pretty good subject here with uh, Vic. I think he's got the skills and the ability. I think uh, in the uh, Atlanta organization, he had some decent people around him that kind of kept him in check to a point because uh, – it was a, a fairly good organization. If he can get into that same type of organization, I, I heard slightly on another uh, driving into work this morning about uh, the Patriots' idea of using him as a kind of like a uh, you know a wildcat position. But then that takes a lot of humbling uh, to come in and play that role for a year and reestablish yourself. And um, I don't remember um, Vic getting in too much trouble. I do remember some incidents he had with alias names and things of that nature that and airport things that kind of kept him on the radar with right before it all gotten out of control. Um, I don't know whether that was just the time in his life or not, but I think, I mean, like nowadays it is a second chance opportunity, but the league has also stepped down on uh, the fact that, you know, uh, it's no longer chic to be, uh, uh, you know, in, in a, in a bad atmosphere and uh, represent the NFL that way in your, in your youth, you know, I'll tell you what, you make some good points, but, it depends on who I'm talking to. I got Ellie's names. It depends on who I'm talking to. <laughs> uh, and, and, and we make light of the situation, but Vic getting a second chance. If he goes to the Patriots, that's a team and a coaching staff and an organization over there who doesn't care what the rest of the league is going to say about them because all they do is win. Uh, you right. You going back to the spy search with the, with the uh, fam and stuff, bothering them not one bit. So I put doing the Patriots back into the Super Bowl with an addition to Michael Vick because they have a West Walk over there who can throw that hitch to. They can put Michael Vick at quarterback and run the Wildcat offense, and he can still throw as well to a Randy, Ma- Randy Moss, a West Walker-type guy. Hey, Corey, yeah. you know, you, you know, that, that's, you know, when you think about Michael Vick being in uh, a Patriots uniform and, you know, having, you know, Joey Galloway can still run a little bit, you know, because I want to do a little Galloway can still run. He still has a fire. Up. There you go for Ohio State. So you know I was gonna throw that in there, but but I can, you know it kind of remembers, and I, I'm sure there's not a lot of people because I usually don't use you know this name in a positive you know conversation I'm having, but but nobody wants to give credit. But back in the day, Buddy Ryan kind of did something in Philadelphia where it was a third down situation, and he would put Randall Cunningham in the game. Now they didn't call it Wildcat back then, but he was a Wildcat back there with that ball. And, and, and it opened up many opportunities, and it made Randall Cunningham the quarterback that he is. With Tom Brady coming off of this operation, you know, when it's third and long, you know, you don't want to always just run a draw. So, you, you know, sometimes you got to throw the ball. I don't think they want to have Tom sitting back there in the pocket in a known passing situation for people to tee off after him. That Michael Vick, that, I never, that might not be a bad thing there, guys. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would put him in a whole different perspective. I mean, because look what it's done for Randy Moss. He's resurrected his career, where where coaches back in 
Oakland were saying he lost a step and he was, uh, you know, starting to rebel a little bit out there. I mean, obviously, part of it is you want to win. You want to be in a good atmosphere. I think you put him in that Patriots atmosphere, you know, and, uh, you know, not the tons of millions of dollars the first year and, and resurrect your career after this traumatic uh you know, stay and in prison and everything, and, and if he's truly all about uh, doing the right thing, it would be. Uh, it, I think it'd be a good thing for him. I mean, obviously, winning cures all too. Hey, David, let me ask you a question, man. What's your perspective on dog fighting? You ever been involved in any dog fighting? Uh, nope. Uh, the only uh, the closest thing I had to a pit bull was my own little pit bull that uh, looked like Petey on the Little Rascals, and that was his oh, name. Right. But uh, never been involved in dog fighting. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess, in all honesty, other than. Uh, uh, what I've heard about this whole story, I haven't exposed myself to it. I'm sure if I dug into it and saw some of it, I'd probably be a little disheartened about it. But uh, never been involved in it, never been my motto. Um, you know, uh, I'm an animal lover, so I'm sure, like I said, if I dove into it, I probably wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be pleased with what I saw. So I just kind of just, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably. I have a dog. I have a, I've had boxes. I love boxes. I would never fight my dog. I'm from the same place Mike Vick's from. In certain areas in Virginia, we fight dogs. Here's the problem with Michael Vick, and I really believe this is where he went wrong. One, I would say his friends, his friends that he's surrounded with, but he felt a comfortability with these guys because he's a very quiet and shy person. Two, was lying to Arthur Blank. Lying to an owner who was going to go to war for you. If you told Arthur Blank, we fight dogs in Virginia, Arthur Blank said, you need to stop. You need to start separating yourself. I don't think we'd be having this conversation about Michael Vick. You cannot lie. That's conspiracy in itself anyway, but to lie to somebody who got your back all the way through, and two, find a better f- group of friends that you can surround yourself with who knows, okay, he's in the spotlight. We can't do this. This is Michael Vick. We are only here because of Michael Vick. We're only allowed to do this, get in certain places because of Michael Vick. Disassociate yourself with the new beginning. I, be great, I, be, I agree with David. Come into a league, uh, re- reinvent yourself, but you don't get the big contract until you prove yourself again. Right, and you hit you hit some really honest topics, and that's that's uh, that's that's you just don't you you, you don't uh, burn your bridges. Arthur Blank, I think, was a major one, and I know, and, and so many people are are reluctant to mention that you just you don't slap the hand that takes care of you, especially when somebody supports and has your back. Um, that's just one of the the biggest things you can do is not to, you know not support and be honest with people, and uh, I think that uh, that that in in itself right there said a lot. So. Uh, that's that's some good honest uh, good honest opinion, Kwame. I, I like that. Hey, you know yeah. what? And I and I appreciate the honesty too, Kwame. But I think when it's all said and done, and, and Michael's you know allowed to have a platform that he's comfortable in, uh, I think perhaps maybe what you'll get from Michael is the fact that that he was scared. You know, when Michael told that what it was a lie to Arthur Blank to his face, it almost you know it. it, it, it this is. Adult, but we know when you're in your 20s, you, you still don't know a damn thing, although you yeah. think you do, but you still don't know a damn thing. So he was still a, a somewhat of a, a frightened young man that was talking to a very mature man and was asking him to tell him something that he knew if he found out the truth, he was going to get in trouble. I'm sure Michael like was frightened at that time. Kwame, I know when the music comes, man, you're going to go play golf. So I'm going to have <laughs> to talk to you next week. David, perhaps yeah. you can hold on. I'm going to take a break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll be right back. Hey. 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 Hey.
to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribs, No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports on the Voice America Network. I just had my man Kwame Lasseter, uh, of course, with us on the show. And you know, it's always good when you when you do something, and 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 those people who come after you, you kind of look and see how how they handle things of which you uh, you left in their hands. And, and and as being a safety in the NFL, you know, you like to look at how the game progresses and and how those guys that come after you, how they play the game, because many times they watch how you play. And they try to emulate how you play, and and then they go ahead and they take it to another level. And I can just tell you, Kwame may not have have watched me play, but he's a generation after mine. And I can tell you what, and he took the game to another level, and I certainly appreciate that. And he's doing that here on Voice America Sports. You can also listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports on Tuesdays as well. Uh, I think David is still with us. You know, David, before we went to that break, uh, you know, we addressed something about uh, young people, and I think too many times uh, America looks at professional athletes and they forget the fact that these are 
young men that actually they they're boys that become men young men when they leave their high schools see they leave their high schools at 17 18 years old they go to colleges and universities away from mm-hmm. their homes and they become young men and then they become instant millionaires right and i, and I think you touched on a very good point i mean we can all be 20 years old and uh you know lifestyles between being really poor and being really really uh really rich and overwhelming uh can affect your lifestyles dramatically and, and especially at a, a young boy's age 20 21 22 years old um you know you can take some you can take some different paths you've got to have a lot of strong intervention and influence to keep you on that path and uh in Michael Vick's case i think you mentioned he's more of a shy type person I think it was you or you or Kwame and and uh, Kwame and and uh, um, he just uh, you know he didn't know how to react to it when he was confronted. So yeah, and I and that's what I, I don't I don't want people to pass. See, I don't know Mike, but I just I know people, and I just don't want people to pass judgment. It's so easy to judge somebody when it's not you, but then when when it's you, you everybody wants to have mercy. And, and oh, exactly. And so when the tables are turned, then we want mercy. And and I'm saying that. The, the young man made a mistake, and he's a young man, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I, I reached that big one the other day, so I'm happy. So I understand that he is a young man. And and as we get older and we, we mature, I mean, everything about us as, as human beings mature. I'm eating vegetables now that you couldn't pay me to eat when I was a teenager. Okay? <laughs> so everything changes about us. And, and so he made a mistake, but now he's asking for another chance. And in right. terms of remorse... You know, the definition of remorse and how one sees remorse uh, is is now, you know, being judged by what Roger Goodell thinks. And, 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 and what do you think, from your own opinion, in terms of what do you think remorse is going to look like when you look at Michael Vick? What should remorse look like that you're ready to accept him back into the National Football League? Or are you already prepared to accept him back in the National Football League? You know, I, I think from from that perspective, I you know everybody's. He, I think he's paid his dues as far as that is concerned. If as long as the NFL reinstates him, um, I think the 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 true the true test to remorse is what you do with it. I mean, you know, if you make a mistake, and in this case, he's gone from a young man and hopefully grown from this experience. And the thing is, is not to make that same mistake. Um, make them make the mistake, and not saying jump back into dogfighting, but don't go back and do a lifestyle that's going to put you in a position where it's going to be unbecoming to you. And be a professional, and uh, realize that you, you paid a big stake for everything that you did, and don't do it again. I think that that you know whether he plays well in the NFL, that you know we all pray that that happens for him, and, and good things happen if he was working hard for that. But you can't guarantee that, but you can hopefully guarantee the fact that he does set straight, and that's all that's important. Yeah, and I, and I and I appreciate that because you know I too believe you know it, it, the the sentence it was what it what it was and, and he served that sentence and there's still you know a portion of that sentence to be served you know at home and thank God I've never been in prison but there were times where my mother put me on punishment I thought that was prison and I didn't like staying in the house all the time so uh, you know hopefully you know Michael will get a chance to demonstrate his ability to play football and I still think he has that and one thing about it before this happened Michael Vick was one of the most popular NFL players now many people will say well he wasn't a good quarterback but in today's NFL game Michael Vick is a true asset to a couple teams that haven't been winning very many games I mean I don't want him to go to Detroit Detroit already has a quarterback but if Sanchez wasn't there 
you know, Michael Vick certainly would have been, a, you know, a viable backup or something. There, there, there's right. a couple teams that could use a quarterback. Right. I agree. Well, let me hey, ask I don't know that Sanchez, on. you think Sanchez is going to step in and be the, the producing quarterback, or do you think he should sit back for a year or two? Well, I don't think Detroit can't afford to have him sit back. You, you didn't win a football game last year. You don't. Yeah, want, true. You know, you don't want to start off. You're already. Uh, you know, you lost 16 games in a row. I don't know how they finished out the season before. I don't recall. So it could be that they've actually lost. Maybe uh, it could be maybe 18, 19, or 20 games in a row. You know. So do you want to start off this season with a loss? Right. That's the kind of pressure. Listen, when, when you play pro football. The expectations are to win. Not it's, it's not horseshoes. I've said this many times. There's no coming close. No, it's to win. You lobbied. You wanted to be the number one quarterback. You got what you lobbied for. You felt as if you were good enough to produce. Now, you got to know, in one of the worst economies that there is, the one thing that emotionally keeps everybody going here is our sports teams. The last thing Detroit needs is to bring somebody like that for them to spend as much money as they have on him and for him to go in and now, okay, you guys got me. Now, I don't, I don't, don't expect me to turn this thing around. Well, what the hell you think we got you for? We expect right. you to turn this thing around. So, no, he's, he's got to go in day one. He's got to start, and he's got to make it happen. He, he cannot be a project. There's no sense in spending that kind of money for a project on a team that hasn't won a game. What's the worst he can do, lose? We don't want him to, but the worst he could do is lose. So, no, he's, he's got to go right in, and he's got to deliver right away. Okay. And was it, I'm sorry. Maybe I, I I need to correct myself. Is it? I think Sanchez got uh, uh, drafted to the Jets, didn't he? Yes, yeah, Sanchez. Yeah. You know, no. This is this is the guy from Georgia who's going to go up there. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah. The one that went into Detroit. So yeah, yeah I, I think I said Sanchez. But you know, yeah, I, mean, I agree I said with Sanchez you. too. But um, I'm sorry. But yeah, no. It's it, it's uh it's it's the kid from and I'm I'm having a football moment right now. But the kid. Yeah, from I agree Georgia. with you. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He's first first pick in the draft, and we can't remember yeah, it. That's, that's exactly right. So uh, well, let's hope let's hope he makes us pay for it, right? <laughs> for for their sake, right? <laughs> well, let me ask you. I'll tell you a name I can so, remember. Uh, right now, uh, I, I want to say it's, uh, Sh- it's not a Sh- Schaefer or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I know he, uh, he he was pretty good with it's his uh, wonder look test and all kinds of stuff. So he's yeah, for kid. I think it's Stafford. Stafford, there you go. Yeah. So That's here's it. a name I can remember. I'm going to switch up on you right now. I can remember huh? Kobe Bryant and I can remember LeBron James. Can you remember those two names? Yeah, yeah, that's what's going to be going on tonight, huh? Well, let me let me just ask from your perspective if you know a little bit of basketball, and even if you don't, they've been enough in the public enough now that we at least know the one place for the Cavaliers, and and one place, of course, for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now they're not going to be playing each other tonight, but I think everybody's hoping that that's what the, ultimately that's what the picture is. Right. Do you think Kobe's ready to hand over the crown to the king? Or is the king ready to take it from Kobe? Um, I think the unless the Lakers really turn it on, I think it's going to be taken. Um, uh, it's it, it's uh, he's just doing a tremendous job, um, you know, with that team. And you know, I, I this, the sad thing about it is I couldn't name another player on the Cavaliers right now, but I can name three or four on the Lakers, and I know a lot of them, unless, like I said, they they turn it on, they seem to be a Jekyll and Hyde team. Um, you know, it could be a five-game five series, six-game series, or possibly even a sweep if the Cavaliers get in that, that conference. I mean, they, they just look like they're unstoppable. Granted, they played Atlanta, I think, the last round, but uh, it, that's how you're supposed to beat those teams. And uh, when I saw, I think, the Celtics struggling with uh, – um, 
they played uh, the Bulls too as well. Uh, I knew they weren't going to last to the playoffs. I think I think LeBron's going to take it this year. He's he's uh, it's 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 his year. I think they he went through that experience like Jordan did of losing enough to get uh, to to be hungry enough to to be completely focused like Garnett was last year and willing that team to a championship. So. But uh, Kobe's got his rings. It's going to be tough to. I'd say it'd be tough for him to take it away from him this year. I'd be well, surprised. Know, we, just, we, we just skipped right over the Denver Nuggets, and and I did that only because you know there are commercials out already of which Nike have produced, and they produced them as if ultimately what they hope will happen is is a competition in the NBA championship between LeBron and Kobe. But the Denver Nuggets. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really not sure that it's going to be as easy. And I, I don't think everybody thinks that. I, I don't. I really don't think. I, I, I've given Coach K, Coach Kosesky, uh, you know, credit because that Olympic team. He bought some great players, and three of these great players that he had on his team, uh, the, the, the high-profile three, and that's LeBron, Kobe, and of course Carmelo Anthony, are in a position that perhaps maybe you know two they could be facing each other in the NBA championship game, you know, at least, you know, if, you know, one of them should be there. I mean, two of them should be there. Uh, I'm just not sure if it's going to be Carmelo against LeBron or if it's going to be Kobe against LeBron. They're a dangerous team. I will say that because, I mean, uh, you got that uh, that veteran leadership coming over from Detroit in that trade when they traded Iverson, and I can't think of that. And, uh, he came from the Pistons. That's now with the uh, the Nuggets. It's actually, uh, you Chauncey know, won Billups. a championship, Cha- I believe. Chauncey Billups, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he offers something. He's there's your wild card, somebody that uh, has the experience and still pushes and and, and leads that team. Um, that could be a really tough series for the Lakers. I don't. I definitely know it's not going to be a cakewalk. And you know, just like you and everybody else, they've got the Lakers penciled in on that. But even even Denver, and that's a hot topic this week on the radio. If you've heard um, the the WWE matchup that's oh, yeah. scheduled versus. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and, and 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 someone said, you know, the owner didn't have the confidence, but we all know that the owner didn't necessarily make the decision. You know, right. somebody else does the scheduling. Somebody else books the events, and that whoever that booking person, that booking agent was, uh, I think they just made. And, and I heard someone else say this. I think they made a mistake. I, I don't think they they looked at it, and they just made a mistake because if they were up on that team, they would know. Hey, we're going to be in the championship series. We're not going to be uh, this. The gym's not going to be available. But right. listen, I, I've got to go now. We got a break here, David. Thank you for for Thanks, joining sir. me. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network. I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back. We'll grab some lunch this week. There you go. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. 
We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribs, No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Uh, of course, I have been uh, talking a little bit about football, talking a little bit about, uh, you know, basketball. Um, had some great guests. I appreciate the fact that uh, Kwame Lasseter called in. Shout out. Kwame hit it straight and uh, had a nice guest call in. David called in. David's been a fan of the show, and uh, David's even looking to get into Internet Sports Talk himself. So I want to wish him and his group a little bit of luck to try to put things together, and who knows, maybe soon they'll be joining us here on the network. Um, I want to take time to uh, let those of you know, you know, one thing about Internet Sports Talk is you get people from all over the world listening to you, so... Uh, I want to take the time out to let some folks out in the Ohio area know what's going on. And uh, there's a couple of golf tournaments that are going on in that area. And uh, as an alumni of the Browns, I try to do whatever I can to try to help out, you know, those folks back there in their efforts to help the people in the community. And uh, so I, there's a couple of golf tournaments going on. And, and if you could be if you're interested in those participating in those uh, those golf tournaments, of course, many of them are, are fundraisers. Uh, you can call Tony Dick who is the alumni relations uh, coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. You can call him at 440-891-5000. Be sure to tell him that Ray Ellis told you to call if you want to participate. Here's a couple. There's some nice golf tournaments. I'm going to start off with uh, this one that's near and dear to my heart. It's the 25th annual 
uh, celebrity golf tournament at Clearview. And, and Clearview is, uh, I think it's the first uh, African-American owned and operated 18-hole golf course in the country. And, of course, R- Renee Powell and Mr. Powell. Shows my respect there to Mr. Powell, uh, who's a gentleman who had tremendous adversity uh, because he just simply wanted to play golf. As uh, Charlie Sickford would say, just let me play. And they would not let him play. So he built his own golf course. And, of course, there's a celebration, 25-year celebration, uh, celebrity golf tournament there. You know, so many of the great athletes and, you know, and, you know, business people have been there to support them over the years. So shout out to Renee and, and those who are interested. Again, you could call the Cleveland Browns to find out about that, or you could just call, uh, of course, the uh, Clearview Golf Course in Canton, Ohio. And that is going to be Saturday, August 29th. Shotgun start at 10 a.m. Where you can call and uh, the Cleveland Browns at 440-891-5000. Also, there's another golf uh, tournament going on. And um, (laughs) I'm laughing about this one because, uh, and I'm sure uh, Eddie wouldn't mind me telling this story. And uh, it's it's kind of a, it's a PG-13 story. But... uh, God bless his soul. Eddie Johnson, uh, a very, very, very good linebacker when I played for the Cleveland Browns, the drive and the fumble. Uh, Eddie and I were roommates. And uh, I remember, (laughs) boy, I remember, and God rest his soul, Eddie is no longer with us. And that's why I'm laughing about this story. And and Eddie's wife will appreciate this, I'm sure. Um, But... uh, Eddie told me a story one time. His son said to him, he was a, his son was a little boy. Uh, Eddie said to me, he said, uh, his son said, say, Daddy, Daddy, why is it every time you think I'm asleep, you jump up and down on my mama? <laughs> Shout out to Eddie. God bless your soul, man. Eddie Johnson. Wow. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament for... Uh, memorial golf tournament for Eddie Johnson and uh, it's going to be at uh, Mallard Creek Golf Club Friday September the 11th uh, 9-11 Columbia Station Ohio shotgun start at 9 a.m. again that's a celebrity memorial golf tournament for Eddie Johnson Uh, there's another one uh, a couple more there's two sheets of golf tournaments I'm not going to tell you about all of them you know, somebody who inspired me in my life. I'm born and raised in Canton, Ohio. All of you know that. One of the greatest running backs to ever play the game. He showed everybody else how you can play this game. And from he was the origin of it. And then you have what you have today. Uh, Marion Motley. Marion Motley and Earl Brown Memorial Golf Tournament. Highland Park Golf Course, Highland Hills, Ohio. Shotgun start 9 a.m. Monday, May 25th. Monday, May 25th. Be sure to check that out, too. There's one other I want to talk about. Um, The 6th Annual River Rats, Browns Backers, Celebrity Golf Outing, uh, Lakeside Golf Course in Beverly, Ohio. That's Saturday, June 13th. Shotgun started 9 a.m. River Rats down there in, uh, in that area have been 
good friends to Rail of Sports. Appreciate that. And uh, last but not least, Monday, June 29th, uh, the second annual Troy Smith Josh Cribb Celebrity Golf Classic. Signature Country Club sold in Ohio. Shotgun start 10 a.m. Monday, June 29th. Shout out Troy Smith, Josh Cribbs. Keep doing your thing there, young man. And uh, you can call John Good for that one. John Good, former Eagle, St. Louis Cardinals player, teammate of mine. Call John Good at 216-214-7233. Josh, get in the camp. Josh, I think Josh, you know, missing some OTAs. Josh got some money on the table already. I don't know about these cats got money on the table already, and then they want to hold out. OTAs, man, that's the time. I want to talk about Kellen Winslow a little bit. I got I got D-Man on the line. D-Man, what's going on, man? man I, I'm listening to your show, and I'm trying to figure out how can I get, get in. It's so doggone hot right now. <laughs> it's so doggone hot. Ray, what you doing? Well, man, I, listen, I, I, I touched on a lot of different things. I touched on a little bit of Michael Vick at the beginning. Then, of course, you know, we... We touched on uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, Brett Favre in comparison. You know, if you need a quarterback right now, is, is it Brett Favre? Is it Michael Vick? Do people forgive Michael Vick? You know, we talked about a little Pac-Man Jones. We threw a little Kobe LeBron in there. You had everything in there. Oh, I was yeah, trying to get in. Yeah, that's what that's what we do. But right now, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about OTAs and, and, and Kellen Winslow. You got to go. You're right. You got to go. Yeah, and, this is and, a new team. It just, to me, it just doesn't make any kind of sense. I, I was very skeptical when Tampa Bay gave him that money. Now, I understand this. I want every football player to get paid. Yes. I want that. But sometimes you have to be very leery about who you give this big money to, especially since what happened to him when he got drafted. Well, you know, this, this, is, this is the offspring yeah. Of the greatest, well, one of the greatest, because I'm, I'm partial to my man Ozzie Newsom. But let me just yeah. tell you, as one who played against both of them, you know, it's almost like you, you and I did. Mm-hmm. We've had a conversation before about basketball players. You know, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. LeBron ain't ready for that conversation yet. Mm-hmm. But I could close my eyes and flip a coin. Heads or tails, Kobe or Michael, I'm okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about. Kellen Winslow, Ozzie Newsome, you know, two of the greatest tight ends. I'd flip a coin, give me either one of them, I'd be okay. But the offspring is Kellen Winslow Jr. of Kellen Winslow Sr. And I don't think Kellen Winslow Jr. is is representing his dad the way he no. should. No, and, and and you know he's not listening to his dad because you know his dad's probably wearing him out right now. Oh, yes. You and can't we, be great. And we have the right to be our own men. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying if your dad is showing you the way, Mm-hmm. How to be a professional. Those, you're, those are his genes, of which, you know, y- you have this great athletic ability, but you're not doing a whole lot of, you know, giving him a, low, a whole lot of respect. You, you could possibly be a Hall of Fame tight end yourself if yeah. you just were dedicated to the game like your dad was. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. He'll end up on fourth and long season two. <laughs> no, oh, wow. Oh, wow. No, the guy is great, but he's just got to get his head on straight. Well, I'll tell you what. Listen, T.O. probably for the first time in history has gone to something that's voluntary. And I hate to do this because this is not voluntary because my time is up. You hear that music? That means well, I got to go. I just wanted to get in and say hi. I'll talk to you. I'll okay, talk to D-Man. You. We'll do it, man. D-Man always do his thing over there at football.com. I appreciate you being a friend of the show. I appreciate all those folks who are friends of the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I got to do what I always do. I got to say this. Hey, I got to go. So I'll see you next time, which will be 
the best. I want to be as free as the spirits of those who left. I'm talking Malcolm Coltrane, my man Yousef, through death through conception, new breath and resurrection.